Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Luke, chapter 7. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would trust and believe in Jesus, that we would love Jesus, knowing that he is our salvation. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Luke, chapter 7. After he had finished all his statements in the hearing of the people, he entered into Capernaum. Now a certain centurion slave, who was esteemed by him, was sick and was about to die. So when he heard about Jesus, he sent Jewish elders to him, asking him that he would come and cure his slave. And when they came to Jesus, they began imploring him earnestly, saying, He is worthy that you grant this to him, because he loves our nation, and he himself built the synagogue for us. So Jesus went with them. Now, by this time, he was not far away from the house, and the centurion sent friends, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy that you should come in under my roof. For this reason, neither did I consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my slave must be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, who has soldiers under me. And I say to this one, Go, and he goes, and to another one, Come, and he comes, and to my slave, Do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him. And turning around to the crowd that was following him, he said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such great faith. And when they returned to the house, those who had been sent found the slave healthy. And it happened that on the next day he went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went with him. And as he approached the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, his mother's only son, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion for her and said to her, Do not weep. And he came up and touched the bier, and those who were carrying it stopped. And he said, Young man, I say to you, get up. And the dead man sat up and began to speak. And he gave him to his mother. And fear seized them all, and they began to glorify God, saying, A great prophet has appeared among us. And God has visited to help his people. And this report about him went out into the whole of Judea and in all the surrounding region. And his disciples reported to John about all these things, and summoning a certain two of his disciples, John sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? And when the men came to him, they said, John the Baptist sent us to you, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? In that hour he healed many people of diseases and suffering and evil spirits, and he granted sight to many blind people. And he answered and said to him, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have good news announced to them, and whoever is not offended by me is blessed. And when the messengers of John had departed, he began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who are in splendid clothing and luxury are in the royal palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and even more than a prophet. It is this man about whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, There is no one greater among those born of women than John, but the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. 
And all the people, when they heard this, even the tax collectors, affirmed the righteousness of God, because they had been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the legal experts rejected the purpose of God for themselves, because they had not been baptized by him. To what then shall I compare the people of this generation, and what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace, and calling out to one another, who say, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a lament, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist has come not eating bread or drinking wine, and you say, He has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, Behold, a man who is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. And wisdom is vindicated by all her children. Now one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he entered into the house of the Pharisee and reclined at the table. And behold, a woman in the town who was a sinner, when she learned that he was dining in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of perfumed oil, and standing behind him, at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and was wiping them with the hair of her head, and was kissing his feet and anointing them with the perfumed oil. Now, when the Pharisee, who invited him, saw this, he spoke to himself, saying, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what kind of woman this is who is touching him, that she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he said, Teacher, say it. There were two debtors who owed a certain creditor. One owed five hundred denarii and the other fifty. When they were not able to repay him, he forgave the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose that it is the one to whom he forgave more. And he said to him, You have judged correctly. And turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered into your house. You did not give me water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but from the time I entered she has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not anoint my head with olive oil, but she anointed my feet with perfumed oil. For this reason I tell you, her sins, which are many, have been forgiven, for she loved much. But the one to whom little is forgiven loves little. And he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. And those who were reclining at the table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Jesus returns to Capernaum after his sermon on the plain. A centurion sends word to Jesus asking him to heal his slave. The Jewish leaders respect this centurion because he built their synagogue. Jesus agrees and heads towards the centurion's house, but the centurion sends messengers saying that Jesus didn't have to bother to come inside the house. He could just say the word and the servant would be healed. Perhaps the centurion was thinking of the Jewish rules about cleanliness and didn't want Jesus to have to go into his house and make himself ritually unclean. Jesus marveled at the centurion's faith because he wasn't seeing that kind of faith in the children of Israel, the Jews. And of course, Jesus did heal the servant remotely. So we see Jesus marveling at the faith of the centurion in the first story. In the next story, of the widow who lost her only son, Jesus had compassion. Then he raised the son from the dead. Then John the Baptist sends to Jesus to say, Are you the one who is to come or should we look for another? 
Luke doesn't tell us what Jesus is feeling here emotionally. The message Jesus gives John is, matter of fact, and almost a rebuke. Jesus points to the miracles, showing that he is doing what the Messiah was prophesied to do. Jesus adds, And whoever is not offended by me is blessed. So after that answer, we may think that Jesus felt that John was failing in his faith. But Jesus goes on to say some really nice things about John after the messengers departed. Verse 28, I tell you, there is no one greater among those born of women than John, but the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. Everyone who had been baptized by John recognized this to be true. Then Jesus rebukes the religious leaders who found fault with John for not fitting in because he wasn't eating bread or drinking wine. Then they find fault with Jesus because he did do those things. He compares them to children playing games and wanting to call the shots. Then we have this story about the Pharisee and the sinful woman. Simon the Pharisee invites Jesus to have a meal. That sounds like a good thing to do. Then this woman comes in and makes a scene washing and crying over Jesus' feet. We have to remember how they ate in those days for this to make sense. They would have low couches or mats to lay down on to eat and would prop themselves up on one elbow and eat with their other hand. So their feet would be sticking out away from the eating area. Simon is thinking, if this man were a prophet, he would have known what kind of woman this is who is touching him that she is a sinner. So Jesus tells a short parable and asks Simon to say, who would love more? Simon correctly says the one who is forgiven more. So Jesus says that Simon doesn't think he's been forgiven much, and therefore he doesn't love much. The woman knows she's been forgiven a lot, so she loves a lot. Jesus tells the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. While Simon and the other guests, who don't believe they've been forgiven much, are upset. They don't have peace. And now for a deeper dive. How does Jesus refer to himself? Most of the time, he uses the phrase, Son of Man, such as in verse 34, The Son of Man has come eating and drinking. What is Jesus trying to say with that phrase? The book that uses the phrase the most in the Old Testament is Ezekiel. God is constantly calling Ezekiel Son of Man. This emphasizes the humanity of Jesus, that he is human, that he understood humanity, empathizes with humanity. Like he has compassion for the widow who loses her son, or he cares for the woman who is sorry for her sins. But Son of Man is also used in Daniel chapter 7, and Jesus quotes from that to the Jewish leaders at his trial. I continued watching in the visions of the night, and look, with the clouds of heaven, one like a Son of Man was coming, and he came to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory and kingship, that all the peoples, the nations, and languages would serve him. His dominion is a dominion without end, that will not cease, and his kingdom is one that will not be destroyed. Jesus is made like us and empathizes with us, but he is also far above us. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.